So love your students. Some interesting news. We're going to be at the Los Angeles Times Book Festival at USC, University of Southern California, April 22nd, starting around noontime. We're going to be doing a live podcast with some very interesting people, some guests, celebrities that are in the area. And we'd love to have you come by and say hello. We're going to be at Booth 31031, Love University, at the LA Times Book Festival. We will also be live streaming the different podcast interviews on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. This is Dr. Alvila with Love University. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker, and everyone can talk about how to love ourselves, others in higher nature, how to improve our finances, career, health, relationships, and spirituality. And I have a very interesting guest today, a young man named Daniel Perez. Now, Daniel has been going through some issues in life, uh, relationship-wise. And Daniel, tell me, what's been the biggest problem with, with you in relationships? Um, yes, my biggest problem to to sum it all up has been uh, lifestyle compatibility. I feel okay. like I want to go one way, and as much as I, you know, want to love someone, I feel when it's being taken away from what my dream is and yes. what I feel my purpose is, I feel a lot of conflict, and I feel like I have to make a decision between the two. Okay, so I know you told me off camera about a more recent relationship that's still mm-hmm. hurting you, and which the woman did something to you. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, so, yeah, before cameras came on talking about my most recent relationship, I uh, came through in a situation where she was unfaithful and I had to, uh, you know, kind of change up my whole plans and where my mind was in terms of being part of that family and building from there. Kind of just had the rug pulled from under me and, you know, flowing through some changes. The way we should family, so this is a, a single woman. Tell us about the family part. She's a single woman, and she had a three-year-old child from a past ah, relationship. Three-year-old child. Yeah. Okay. So coming into it was very much a decision um, of me not only becoming, in my opinion, a husband instead of a boyfriend, but also a stepdad, ah, kind of all at once. A father. Yeah, I understand that maybe rushing into it, but in the moment, it just felt right, and uh, just being being there, being a role model for someone, I think really just inspired yes. me to be better, and yes. I really was was. Open to now, it. did you love the little boy? Yeah, yeah. The I think uh, from the beginning he was a little different. I've seen little kids and kind oh, of just you know sure. I've never thought of myself as a kindergarten teacher or anything. Just yes. kind of like little kids, annoying kids running around. Oh, but okay. him, we just really connected, and he's the brightest kid I ever known, and wow. I wanted to be there to protect him. And so you wanted to be a dad. They mentioned unfaithfulness. Now we sometimes mm. think that men are faithful or they cheat, but we hear women can also do that, and. Tell us specifically what happened. I know you were with her for a a few months. So, yeah, we were together for a few months. It kind of um, culminated into a series of events where she was receiving and making phone calls to one of her uh, ex-boyfriends, and to which uh, I was met with the logic of they're just friends now. There's no romantic relationship there. To my understanding, which is okay, I wanted to be open to it and just set the boundary of... I don't want you hanging out alone with this person, and if that is going to be the case, I want to meet him and understand his energy before that even happens. Okay. I don't want it to be just some random to me and not understand what's going on. And the sort of breaking point was the very next day, uh, she ended up going on a hike with him and mm-hmm. then like being at his house late into the night. And so her, again, the logic was, but we didn't do any sexual energy thing right. of that mm-hmm. nature. But for me, it was already that boundary and disrespect of being crossed like that. After, for me personally, just inviting her into my home uh, with my family and her having someone who's random to me 
know my address now and come pick her up and mm. do that whole situation for me it was very mm. disrespectful mm. and in the confrontation there was no real not admittance of guilt but there was no like okay I'll change mm. it's more mm. so just yeah that happened so it says she came to your house she lived with you yeah so yeah so she was living in your house exactly okay. yes with the with the son with the son, but the son was uh, every other week due to, like, the, I see. the custody. And then the ex a person came to your house. Yes. Okay. And they mentioned something very strange happened after that. What happened after um, that? In terms of oh, when, when everything kind of blew up, as they say. And uh, so from that conversation, I uh, ended up giving her one more night in the house to collect her stuff. And I was hit with the, are you going to leave me outside? And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that in that nature. Um, so the next morning, she had to get her stuff and leave. And when someone came to pick up her stuff and pick her up, right. that person, individual, came strapped with a firearm and wow. threatened me to, uh, oh. you know, if I'm not going to treat her right, to right. back off and yes. called me a b of that sort. Wow. And uh, to add to the to the story, mm. man, my grandma mm. came out mm. at that time and she was like, what the f are you doing? Or I'm not sure if this is a clear, if we can. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just it yeah what the f are you doing? Get away from here. And so my mom, my okay. grandma is arguing with the person. So with created a lot of uh, negative conflict and. and it was uh, very chaotic. And, uh, scary. Yeah. Cool. Some guy with the fire, with the gun mm. came to your house. So that kind of stuff is extreme. And I'm thinking about her psychological health. Now, I think you're saying that there could be something there in the mental stability mm -hmm. that wasn't quite right. Yeah. Uh, so we have had a, a show in the past called Are You Dating a Lunatic? Which is personality <laughs> disorders. Uh, yeah. And actually, people have different disorders. There's a, You've heard of a histrionic with someone that is like a drama queen, you know, kind of personality. Mm -hmm. Or borderline. Borderline, they go between love and hate. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. They're very unstable in their personality. Was there anything about that person that you think may indicate a personality disorder? Uh, I, so I'm not an expert on it. One of the just right. kind of the things that I realize and uh, just do my own research and things popping on my phone randomly right. kind of mm -hmm. for a reason was there was some sort of, and not saying I'm perfectly healthy either, but there was some sort of, uh, she wasn't able to let go of past traumas. Mm -hmm. And so when things started not going as perfect as they could, right. I felt like I was now being treated as her father who mistreated her mm. and different things okay. of that nature. Right. And I was blamed mm. for their, or painted in the same way that she would paint her mm. ex baby daddy and her father. Mm. And so it was kind of like coming to points where I'm like, I am not them and I'm far from them in my mm. opinion, in terms of like how you're describing them and how you're mm. describing me. Right. And so it would come to normal situations. If I could get just very specific yes. in one example, yes. Uh, she smokes marijuana, I smoke marijuana too, but mm -hmm. we both have the understanding that if there are kids around, we should like hide it or right. not, not allow them to right. see in that nature. Mm -hmm. So I remember one time, uh, I politely asked her, hey, um, there's kids over there, if you could just step mm -hmm. over here behind my car so they can't see anything, yes. which to her, she's completely on the same page, so on any other circumstance, she would just be, okay, yeah, you're right, I'm going to move over there and smoke where they can't see me. Mm -hmm. But because she was just carrying other stuff, that turned into a hole where mm. I was controlling her and trying to, mm. like, you know what I mean? And so she used mm. that phrase. And then so right. I, I kind of broke it down in the nature of, 
you would do this on your own accord if you mm -hmm. saw kids right there and moving over here. So I'm just asking you to do what you would already do. Mm -hmm. I'm in no way having like an ultimatum, like if you don't do this, this right. will happen or anything. Let me stop you here, Daniel. So you, what I'm seeing here is that people often recreate patterns from the past. Mm. A psychologist Hendricks uh, wrote a best-selling book with uh, imago therapy. Imago means that you have an image in your mind of your parent. The most difficult parent mm. that you had, and then you re try to recreate that and work it through with a new partner. So, if her dad was uh, abusive or controlling, she might see you as a similar way, or maybe you're a soft guy and she's trying to make you angrier. So mm -hmm. she's trying to provoke situations, you know, because there's brokenness, you know, and oh, you know, perhaps you know, you might have brokenness or she might have brokenness. So two broken people often try to fix each other or at least try to work through it, but it creates mm -hmm. sometimes more more problems. Mm -hmm. And the key is to find someone that's at your level of elevation. I know you okay. mentioned you're spiritually trying to move to a different level. Mm -hmm. uh, you meditate, pray, and you know follow different things. So you want to ideally find a woman like that, you know, someone who's mm -hmm. also trying to elevate herself in a spiritual sense. Because Daniel, you are a meaning seeker. Now we talked mm -hmm. about this in the other show about the love masquerade we're doing at the live event, where people have yeah. masks based on personality types. In the book I wrote called Love Types. Mm -hmm. So there are different, four different personalities. Meaning seeker is someone that looks for spiritual meaning, understanding. Uh, they're about 12% of the population. And okay. they need intimacy. They need something of depth. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a whole different kind of personality. Uh, they're a little bit idealistic, too. I don't know if you ever have an imagination <laughs> of a woman when you first meet her. Uh, almost a fantasy thing, and then she doesn't mm -hmm. maybe live up to that. Mm -hmm. uh, they can be very idealistic. So that could be maybe something to think about is maybe to temper a little bit your expectations. Mm -hmm. uh, look at it with more realistic eyes. Mm -hmm. Because from what you've told me, she's had other some issues in her life. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe other men you said she's flirting with, possibly, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe you turned a blind eye to her. In the beginning, was it because of her attractiveness or something about her you liked? So in the beginning, it was kind of like I did see signs of this, mm -hmm. but the understanding was... We started dating, and then a couple weeks, kind of like into that, um, there was a whole situation with her dad where he, she didn't want to live with him anymore. Mm. So she found herself in a situation where she had really no home dwelling, ah. and so she couldn't bring the kid um, okay. with her. She was kind of homeless. Yeah, and so because she didn't have her child with her, she went through kind of a more depressive state. And ah. my sense was like, I'm understanding that you're going through it, and yes. you're you know you cope in different ways. Right. And then, but once we kind of got more stable in a home, and then had the kid there, it's kind of like that stuff kind of kept happening, and it was just right. more okay. you know. Yeah, that, we call that the rescue marriage. So they're different kind of, I mean, you won't get married, but you're cohabiting, right? Mm -hmm. And it could have led to marriage. But there are different kinds of so-called marriages. There's the rescue marriage, there's the romantic marriage, mm -hmm. there's the physical marriage, based on sexuality. Uh, there's a traditional marriage, based on raising children. So you're okay. caught up, uh, rescue marriages are very tricky because there's a lot of emotional turmoil. Mm -hmm. And she's coming to you out of a strong need, and you might have a, a different kind of need. Mm -hmm. And you're not really matching at a higher spiritual level or elevation, shall we say. Yeah. So those are things we have to think about. And but I see my you're a very caring person. I, I can tell right mm -hmm. inside you. Yeah. But you suffer, you've been through a lot of suffering in life uh, internally. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it self-inflicted, you know what I mean? I feel like sometimes I over... Uh, yes. Stuff is a little intense in my mind more than other okay. people. What it goes on in your head that I know you've mentioned depression that you've had mm -hmm. quite a bit of it, even suicidal at times. Mm -hmm. So, what is the thought process in your head that is causing you to feel depressed? You think? 
to that level? Um, I think I'm kind of like aware of it. It kind of comes in cycles at this point. So it doesn't always have like that specific root, I'd say. But I think overall, just something that I've kind of just been hard on myself on is really just acting on everything that's in my mind and aligning with who I know I am and just that pressure of not living up to that by my own standards. So give me a thought. What is the thought that attacks you? Now, we have talked about it. Jonathan, my producer, you remember the thought thought demons, which mm -hmm. is what I call the those attacking inner voices. You're not good enough. You're a failure. You're this and that, you know. Yeah. So And there are different kinds. There's the fear thought demon, that you're going to lose everything. Mm -hmm. There's anger thought demon. People are treating with, with, with disrespect. So what is the thought demon that's been in your mind that's causing you to be depression? Um, I think the, the idea that, I don't know how to really like sum it up, but just the idea that I'm not um, good enough like by my dad's eyes. Ah, and then just okay. the idea of I'm the role model for my little cousins, my little sister. I'm kind of like right. the oldest male in the family. Right. So I, I want to live up to that higher standard and I feel like what I'm What did the dad used to say when you were a kid that would hurt you? Uh, not necessarily hurt me i just have I, I personally think i have the best dad in the world so it's like i want to i can't there's no way i can repay him with money i want to mm -hmm. be able to be someone he's proud of and i think being there for people is part of that but also just being a success like monetarily wise and like because he works in the bank so he's are, always are you a money failure does, yeah. it, does your mind tell you that yeah okay. i mean no i know i'm abundant i know i'm a millionaire but just currently kind of like i can't really show that to people who don't see what i see mm -hmm and see the gold within me, and I just want to be able to... Right, because, Donnie, when you talk about leaving the world and not being here, there's some thought in, in your head that says there's no hope. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, you're a very handsome guy. You're charismatic. I, I know you. You're very talented. I mean, all these mm -hmm. things. But inside your head, there's something telling you that you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. What is telling you that? What is the thought? Mm. I feel whenever I feel like being an artist, it's kind of like presenting yourself. You know what I mean? And I feel in my more meaningful relationships, even just like you know relationships like a boyfriend girlfriend type thing. I just nothing really seems to stick. I feel like you mm. know the people who know me most kind of judge me and see me in a light that's not true. Mm. And so for me, it's like, what am I even doing if uh, the people who know me most are like don't see me as this? Is the vision that I have in my head of me? Made up, you know what I mean? Is it so? Are, people don't believe in you, is what you're saying. People that you care about, yeah, don't believe in you. I would say so. I think, um, kind of very specifically, just like a mother wound in that nature. Like, my mom is very, you should be corporate America, shave your beard, uh -huh. cut your hair, oh, okay. you know what I mean? And so, I think, okay. uh, proving her wrong kind of mm. drives me sometimes, mm. but then when I'm being driven by that, mm. it tends to not work out for me when I'm not like acting on my own. Who did you have the most difficulty with? In terms of parents? My mom, for sure. Your mother? Yeah. And she was a little more controlling in some ways? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay, she wants you to clean up the hippie uh, thing and yeah, get corporate? Exactly, okay. yeah. And what is the whole, your reaction to that? Uh, I just, I feel that the path I've chosen is a path that I'm grateful and like because of her sacrifice, I'm able to flow towards and like mm -hmm. to put my time and energy okay. towards. And I feel I'm doing a lot of healing that's inner healing for mm -hmm. me and her okay. and okay. our bloodline. So right. it's like okay. as much as... Um, I hear what she's saying in her vision of success for me. I think uh, being happy is way more important, and so I'm working on right. that. Right. Well, see, there's two parts of your mind, Daniel. See, so you've got a conflicting mind. Part mm -hmm. of you is what I call the you know the higher thought. Right? Like you mm -hmm. said, you know, I want to be artistic. I want to be creative, spiritual. You know, whatever it is, right? That you mm -hmm. want to do, help the world. But another part of you is saying, I'm not making it. Right. 
And that's mm-hmm. maybe the mother's thought, you know, what we call the inner voice, right? Mm-hmm. What is she saying to you? Uh, I guess uh, just pretty much get my life together. So yeah. implying that my life is not drop, together. Drop the hippie shit and, and get a job. You yeah, know, a corporate, exactly. position. Yeah. Make money. Yeah. So get, she, get married, have kids, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. So okay. she's very much... Traditional uh, in a way. Yeah. yeah, so very much that. Just okay. kind of like when she talks about me to others, she's like, oh, and you know how he is. Like that, okay. you know what I mean? So that's drove me to suicide. Um, so I would say that there's really only been one time in my life where I like planned out to do that, to, to how I would do it and doing it. And that was in 2019 and kind of going through that whole process. I've never thought about leaving here again. So Mm -hmm. whenever I do go through like low points where I'm just like, what drove you to that point is what I'm asking. What was the thought? Um, See, there's always a thought that we may not even realize it's a thought. It's a feeling. It's very mm -hmm. heavy. You know, it's kind of hopeless, but there's a thought behind it. So yeah, I guess the overwhelming thought behind that experience was, in my head, the happy part of me, like a happy and sad and angry part, if you were to split the two, the happy part of me died. And when something dies, there's no bringing it back. Mm. So I didn't think like it would be a new day, but it would be just as bad as the day before for some reason. And just, Mm. I felt a feeling of hopelessness, but like meaninglessness Mm. was the overwhelming uh, thing. And you said this is often triggered by your mother's expectations of you in a different way. I think so. My mother's expectations of me kind of led me down a certain path in life. Mm -hmm. And I think going down that path just unknowingly without taking care of myself in terms of what I was eating, uh, doing the things I found fun and being connected to community and Mm -hmm. friends, like doing kind of like the major things for me, I neglected that. And it kind of just kept piling up, piling up, piling up till I knew I had to make a change. And it was that moment when I plan to, just to speak, I guess, frankly, uh, jump off a building. I had, like, I knew the building. I was going to do it at this time. And that's when something in my mind kind of, like, clicked and was, like, analyzing what I was thinking. And I told myself, "What do you you know what you're planning right now? Like, Mm. why would you do this to Mm. you? And that's a whole other story Mm. of the healing journey, the awakening, uh, long, you know. But I consider that my dark night of the soul when I had Mm. the the full intention to, to jump. Right. Well, you sound like you're very sophisticated internally in terms of understanding your motivations and your feelings, which is mm-hmm. a very powerful thing. Uh, I think um, sometimes people with great gifts are challenged to a high level. Mm-hmm. You know, some people think it's you know the the demon or the devil or the the negative thought, whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, a darkness that wants to challenge you, but there's also a lightness in you. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to focus on the lightness. You know, that, that's the power. Yeah, definitely. And I think what we're doing with the, the Love University and all this stuff is basically help people embrace themselves yeah. as they are. Okay, remember, love yourself. That's the first step of the program. Mm-hmm. Love yourself, love others, and love the higher nature. Mm-hmm. Okay, sometimes you skip a step. You're trying to love your mom in a way to fill her expectations without mm-hmm. loving yourself first mm-hmm. at the highest level. Yeah. And that's where I think we're missing a step. Mm-hmm. So I think what we need to do, you need to go back and do the love yourself, you know, whether it's meditation or you mentioned the community, artistic mm-hmm. things, and you know, working with us, of course, Love University, mm-hmm. things that really are going to elevate you to that point of who you really are, your authenticity, right? your yeah. power. Yeah. And you believe in a higher nature, yes, whatever it might be, God, yeah. spirit. Okay. So that flows through you, right? This, you're the instrument for them. Mm-hmm. And that changes your whole mindset. So you're mm-hmm. no longer living just for Daniel. You're living for the higher nature through you. I hear you. And we talked about mm-hmm. being able to do infinite work because we don't work for the results. We work for the higher nature. To be. And the higher nature flows through you. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I think you have a lot of potential, you know, and, and love the same idea. Mm-hmm. Find a woman that resonates with your true personality, your love type, and also your spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And that will lead you to the right place. I hear you. And I think just analyzing my own stuff, I realize I put myself in certain cycles. Yes. So being able to be here and speak freely on this topic yes. and getting a deeper understanding through your books, I think mm-hmm. is helping me break out of that cycle. So even yes. just speaking to you now, right. letting it flow away and just gaining the information that you're giving me, absorbing mm-hmm. that, I feel a lot better about just mm-hmm. what's happening. Yes. And even though I don't know everything, I just feel a lot more sure in, in me. So it's yes. like kind of just moving forward and building mm-hmm. off that. Right. And also then going from your head to your soul. Mm-hmm. to your gut. Let's try an exercise right now. Put your arms to your side. Okay. Okay. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Then I want you to see yourself five years from today doing what you love to do, being with the people you love to be with. See how you feel, what you look like, and what you're doing. Five years from today. Take a deep breath. Again, inhale through your nose. Exhale. Okay, tell me now, what do you see in five years? I'm chilling by my pool. I'm cooking up on the grill. I have my friends around me with our music playing. I have a beautiful woman serving the food that I just made, and it's a very happy time. Okay, anything in your work, career, business, occupational life? Uh, my music was playing through the speakers, so it's like I continue the music thing, and then I have a pretty, pretty rockin' physique with longer hair than I do now. Longer, okay, good. Mm-hmm. All right, take a deep breath again. Exhale. Now you see yourself ten years from today, even more developed, growing more. What do you see now? I see a dude on a beach, just chilling. Older dude. My beard's grown. But I got just a jacket on and some shorts, and I'm just at the beach. Okay. And anything else going on in your life in this 10-year period? Um, I guess not a lot. He's got time to just chill there on the beach. I would like to think that there's passive income streams coming to a point where I'm in retirement. Okay. And what's your emotion now? And who, who are you around? What kind of people are around you? I'm by myself. At this moment, but mm-hmm. then later on, do you, is there anyone around you? No one. Not off the top. No one that like I cared about, just random people, like okay. around behind. So you're me. kind of alone now in this mm-hmm. ten year period. Okay, take a deep breath. Twenty years from today, where do you see yourself now? <laughs> I'm in a building. I'm in an office building. I'm checking in on what's going on, and they're celebrating my birthday. Okay. What's your emotional feeling now? I'm very grateful. Okay, take a deep breath. Cool. And open your eyes. All right, Daniel, what's your emotion right now? Chill, calm. Okay. So this is the kind of exercise you can do in people at home. It's called future visualization. Where you put yourself in the way you want to be in the future, but also feel everything about it. You know, what do you see? Colors, sounds, mm-hmm. sights, and emotions. And become that person that you already are. You're going backwards. Mm-hmm. To the present. How do you feel, man? Are you okay? Good, yeah. You open, <laughs> no, you open yourself up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to do it more, so this is a perfect experience. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. So. But you know, it takes a lot of courage to really open it up mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, thank it, you. It's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said this is something you want to keep doing. 
Yeah, so I think for me, expressing this part of my life allows me to close that chapter or integrate that chapter into the whole book, I think is another way to put it, but understand that chapter. So not only speaking to, you know, friends and mentors like yourself, but also putting it into music, putting it into song. And then uh, I currently have a whole project that's kind of just reflective of that time in my life mm -hmm. that I'm still processing through. And I think metaphorically, just, uh, you know, the synchronicity of that album being completed and me closing that chapter in my life are gonna let me take a little time to show you what's in my mind sometimes i feel good sometimes i feel sublime sometimes i feel the rain i don't see sunshine but no at the end of the day i'll be fine that's just me that's just you the life and how you view it i'm just being me and i love how i do it I like it. Right? All right. Well, we got a new rapper here in town, okay? Uh, the, uh, Big D, right? We call it, right? 3D. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> there's another set of people that call me oh, Big oh, D. Oh, Big D. Okay. 3D, Big 3D, D, or, yeah. or multiple D, right? 3D, Perez. Uh, find me on all social media, like streaming it. type thing. Very nice. Daniel very nice. Perez III, third, third Daniel 3D, C3D, very Red, good. Blue Vision. Very good. Well, Daniel, it's been a pleasure having you today. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Give a nice... Uh, Greeting uh, for Love University. Yes. And uh, we want you to keep uh, improving. Keep uh, Give us a progress report on how you're doing Got in you, love, yes. happiness, and career. Mm -hmm. Take care, my friend. Thank you. So, Love University students, if you want to comment on today's show, if you have a show idea, or if you want to be on the show in the future, you can reach us at 310-226-8090. Write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. You can download the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love University Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Love Letter U Podcast. You can also follow us at Love University Channel on YouTube. So, Love University students, this week go out and create emotional immortality moment by moment, minute by minute, day by day. Until next time, it's time now to put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones. Dr. Avila here, Love University is now dismissed. <laughs>